Hey guys, welcome to Lou's Lounge, where I am literally not even in a lounge. I am just sitting on my living room floor playing with my little baby and here to talk to you weekly about random things. Mostly mama things due to the fact I am a first time mama. We will be drinking coffee and maybe I will throw a fact or two in there for you guys. This week we will be talking about our kids on social media. I cannot wait to get into this with you guys, so let's dive on in. All right, y'all, let's just take a moment and acknowledge my intro music to this podcast. It's no secret that this is my first time recording a podcast, and I wasn't in the mood to spend an extra five bucks on a cool intro. So what did I do? I went to the free section, and this was the only one that was remotely cool. And the only reason why I picked it was because the title was called Your Weird Co-Host or something on the lines of that. Also, let's just take a moment in and it is three o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday and I am drinking espresso. It is finals week. My husband and I have to work on the business. I am working full time and I have a child that just does not like to sleep. He is in party mode all the time. But he is cute and adorable and I love him so much. So, you know, the lack of sleep and the espresso will have to do for the time being. At least for the next couple of months in our crazy season of life right now. So anyways, let's get into our podcast for today. Y'all, social media. It is consuming everyone's life. Like even adults okay it is seriously eating us all alive and it will consume our life conversations don't even happen anymore because people are constantly scrolling through their phone and it drives me insane like me and my husband will go out to eat and I see couples that are scrolling through Facebook or scrolling through their phones it's like what are you doing keep your relationship high and Talk to your husband. Talk to your wife. You probably have kids. You never get alone time. Why do you need to be on your phones at this giving time? I don't understand. Or whenever you walk into a restaurant and you see either toddlers or teenagers on their cell phone. Okay, so for the toddlers that are on their cell phones, parents, I'm just telling you right now on my views on things, but... When your kids start acting up and you give them a cell phone to calm them down, no, you're telling them that their actions are okay and you need a quick solution to shut them up. And so you give them their phone. What you should be doing is disciplining them, telling them that they need to act appropriate in the public so they know not to act like that again. Also, for the teens that are on their phone when you are out to eat with the family, not also drives me insane like kids communication skills are going to go down the drain due to the fact that these cell phones are constantly in the palm of their hands and parents should be telling them hey you need off your cell phone and you need to sit and have a real conversation with us social media scrolling through all that is not a necessity right now you don't need it Also, let's talk about the millennial generation. Yes, I am a part of that generation. And yes, I do look on social media quite a bit. 
However, I'm at the top of the era and I'm not as bad as what some of the kids are. See, I realize that there's a problem and I try to restrict myself from it. And also being a mom, I don't have time to scroll through my phone every day. Also, do you guys know what age limit you are allowed to have social media? Did you know it's at 13 years old? Which, when I was 13 years old, it was Facebook and MySpace. And I know MySpace isn't around, <clears throat> excuse me, anymore. However, Facebook, I still have the account that I created when I was 13. You guys, if you have the account that you created when you were 13 years old, Go back and look at your first post. First off, how flippin' embarrassing is it? So I went back and looked at my post back whenever I first joined Facebook, which like I said was when I was 13 years old, and I was confessing my love to a boy. Time out. This is so embarrassing because I have aunts on social media, I had grandparents on social media, I had older cousins on social media, and I was so embarrassed that I had the guts to profess my love for a boy at 13 years old. My golly, that makes me think of like our mindset. At that time, I thought my mindset was so sharp and I knew everything when I knew nothing. And so it just dumbfounds me that 13-year-olds are allowed on social media. And kids are even starting to lie about it and they are joining at the age of nine. And... When they join, they are on it for hours upon hours, sometimes on it longer than they are at school because kids are now starting to get cell phones at such a young age that they bring them to school and they aren't afraid to scroll through social media on there. Or if it's not even a cell phone, it's an iPad or an iPod. And they download these social media apps and they lie about their age and they get on these apps. First off, does that not freak anyone else else out about pedophiles or other weird people on social media? Like, I do not want my kids having social media. And if they do, then I want to be able to have access to their account. I want to be able to check who their friends are. I want to approve who their friends are. Because what if it's some weirdo on the internet? I do not want my kids having that or having someone stalk them. So I read this article by the Canadian Review of Psychology and they interviewed some kids about social media and most of the kids felt like they had a connection to other kids and other resources on their health, their sexuality, employment, and even entertainment. But the Pew Research Center reported that only 23% of the time kids are associating with other kids on social media. The other 77% of the time, they're just scrolling through social media and surfing the web. About 31% of kids reported that it, social media had a positive effect on them, whereas 24% of kids stated that it has a negative effect on them. Now, the other 45% did not have a com comment on the situation. However, kids being able to admit that there's a problem with youth on social media, that to me is just so crazy. So, like I stated before, kids are starting to get on social media at such a young age. So, I was doing some even more research and there were two girls that were bullying 
another girl on Twitter. They were in, I think, freshmen in high school. Anyways, that's still pretty young. That's at the age of 15, usually 15, 16, you're a freshman. And they were bullying this girl on Twitter. And it caused this girl to kill herself. And they did a survey on the students there. And the students said that Twitter is a space for some privacy from teachers. And they appreciated the teachers that did not talk to them about the situation. Students are not wanting to talk about the horrible things that are happening at their school and the issues that are going on around them. They want Twitter to be a private place where they can say their unfiltered feelings and not get any shame for that. So I feel like it's the teachers and the parents' jobs to inform students and kids about social media. And the reason being is, is because kids don't know what's right or wrong to post. They post what they're feeling. They're emotionally not stable. And so they will post, post what they're feeling. And I was doing some more research and two teachers at a Bay school knew that cyberbullying should be talked about in English class. Why? Because English is an open-ended discussion where you can be taught to write and speak freely. So this was written by, um, let me find the name here, a Williams, there it is, Krista Williams. And she was the one that did this research. And I couldn't agree more with her. I think that social media should be taught in English class because that is a new form of writing. And I believe that kids need to find the proper way to write on social media. They don't know what's right and wrong. Another thing that kids have is high stress and anxiety. And this is because they don't want to miss out on the things that are going on in social media. And not only do they want to they stress out about missing things, but they also stress out about what celebrities and there's now a job called social media influencers, which is crazy. However, they stress out about what they post. They see the perfect body form that influencers and celebrities have, and they don't know that, you know, they may be dieting or starving these, themselves or getting Botox or getting tummy tucks. Like kids don't know that because celebrities don't talk about it on social media. They just flaunt what they have. And that can cause kids to have eating disorders, get depression, anxiety, and all that stuff. And my sister actually suffered from that. She suffered from an eating disorder because she saw what the perfect body was and she couldn't love her own body. That to me is awful. Kid, celebrities and influencers should not be doing that. Another thing that kids don't see on social media is the bad, the negative, and just real life. Celebrities and influencers are constantly posting the positive, their nice house, how they can do a million things in one day and they don't post about the help that they get around the house. And they just really disinform the kids in today's world because kids think that they should also be living that high life as well and that it's easy to get that high life and they don't learn that they have to work hard and influencers and celebrities should not be posting stuff like that. Social media is an addiction for kids. 
Kids have the fear of missing out on things that are going on around them. Can we compare this addiction to a drug? Though a lot of people would disagree that social media addiction does not compare to a drug addiction, I would have to disagree. According to the web, Find Rehab Centers states that social media has the same effect on a person or a teenager's brain as what a drug does. Starting with the no notification sound on your phone. When kids make a post on social media, they wait for a like or a comment on their post. As soon as their phone makes a notification sound, kids are instantly rushing to their phones to see who contacted them. Kids are craving that notification alert. Sounds a lot like a drug addiction, right? When addiction addicts have a drug right in front of them, how are they supposed to fight the urge or not have it? They crave that feeling of being high. They think they need it, just like kids think they need social media. Harvard U University recently studied why kids are addicted to social media. Students at Harvard, Harvard University states that our brains release dwarfins when we talk about ourselves or do something that makes us feel good. Kids are getting addicted to themselves to a point. How can they make themselves better? How can they get the most likes? How can they brag about themselves today? How can they make, make some more, make people laugh today? Social media is not something we can fully take away for kids. However, there are some strategies that parents, guardians, and teachers can show them the way on how to use it correctly. So I wish I kind of got like a rundown on how to use social media and I'm sure other kids, you know, will appreciate that as well. First though, we need to educate the parents, guardians, and educator on the social network. Like my parents had no idea about MySpace and Facebook and they still don't know about social media. Um, so I think it's good to educate them so they know, you know, what's all out there, what people can find out about you. So I feel like that's very important. Create an account and that way parents, guardians, and educators can monitor the kids on social media. Parents, guardians, and educators should teach the kids about posting on social media as well. Express to them that when they delete a post, it does not mean it's actually gone. So this is my fear for my children as well, is if they post something and it can, it can ruin their college or even their jobs, you know, their future jobs. And I don't think kids realize that. And I think that's something that we should definitely put inside their heads. Posting inappropriate content can impact their reputation. That's just pretty much what I just said. Or just sharing all information like date of birth, school, hometown could give someone better access to, to identity theft. I believe if we keep an eye on our children in the real world, we should also keep an eye on them in the digital life as well. Most apps require an age requirement. Parents, guardian, and educators should enforce that with children. Check the privacy settings on the apps re regularly. Consider using a security site with parental control on your children's device. So you can have a phone that has, whenever they download an app, they need a parent permission first before they go ahead and download that app. That is very nifty if you ask me. So another thing that I think about often is if social media skills should be taught in school. 
Now, a lot of people disagree with this, but for me, I feel like that it's necessary because that is the new social communication. That is how the business world works now. Everything is done by social media or online. And I think that it should be taught in English class because it is a form of writing. Uh, now, children nowadays post a lot of silly things on social media and it seems harmless. However, it can lead to tragic consequences. Um, it can help them lose a college. It could help them lose a job. You know, they have to really watch what they're posting on social media. Now, Lincoln High School in San Francisco school counselor talks to students about what can happen on social media. I'm hoping I'm saying the school counselor's name right, but it's Enrique. Quiz, Irequez, he went and he ahead and asked some of the students, one of the students being Megan McKay, if friends act differently online than they do in person. And Megan replied back to them saying yes. And they look different too. Actually, this counselor, what he does is he holds workshop on cyberbullying off campus because they are not allowed to be taught during school hours and this is all information that is from MindShift. So Mindset also posted another article about how education is continually changing from year to year. Though some people believe that teachers should have social media put on their lesson plans, the president of education of San Francisco believes otherwise. Dennis Kelly states that teachers are already drowning in work, especially now with the Common Core. Kelly also stated that while social media is important, so are other things. All students should learn how to swim, but should it be the school's responsibility to teach the children how to swim? The times are constantly changing. I think that it's important for educators to be up to date with the technology due to the fact that students learn quicker with devices and students prefer to do more learning with devices. In fact, the United Kingdom, they are now making it mandatory for students to take courses on cybersecurity. According to the Pew Internet Research, 83% of American teenagers are using social media. Social media plays such an important role in everyday living. So many people in large proportions of those who use social media are students. Therefore, it would be very beneficial for students school children to be taught the appropriate use of social media and the danger of posting hurtful comments online. Arguments go back and forth whether or not it is the parents or the guardians jobs to edu educate the kids on social media or the teachers jobs to educate them. Should they be working together? Should they make it a mixture of both the parents and the educators? Social media is something that will be around for the end of time. New apps and programs will continually be evolving. So unfortunately, we will not be able to fully take this away from children. However, as adult, adults, it is our job to teach children the correct way of using them. As parents and educators, it is our job to monitor, limit, and teach them the correct way of using social media. Along with stressing how important it is to watch what you post on social media. For it can hurt their future in education and their future workplace. We should make it clear that children, that it's very important to have social skills as well. The workforce will always need someone who can communicate correctly in person and not just behind the screen. 
Social media should be stressed to children that it is a fun activity. It is not something that is needed. It is not something they should be addicted to. It is not something that they need to be scrolling through nine hours out of their day. As a parent myself, it will be my goal to push my son and my future children to be more in school activities, more community activities, church activities, be in workshops and all that stuff. So then they build communication skills because I believe that communication skills are going to go down the drain and they are going to be needed. And we should all push our children to maybe enjoy life other than enjoying social media. So there you have it, folks. Just a little tidbit about social media and how we can make our kids better, smarter, and stronger and not get them addicted to social media. If you have any questions, please don't be afraid to email me and ask me anything. I would love to do the research for you and help you grow as a parent or a guardian. And stay tuned for next time. And I can't wait to see what else I have in store for you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.